Hello and welcome to another episode of Recovery for the Narcissist podcast. I am your host, Dr. Eric Perry. If you haven't yet subscribed, make sure you do so you never miss an episode. For those of you who are regular listeners, you already know that this podcast is specifically intended to help you break the negative patterns of narcissistic behavior and tendencies so you can live healthier, happier, and more fulfilled. In today's episode, I would like to share with you the concept of inferiority complex and how it pertains to narcissistic behavior. The concept of inferiority complex was first described by Alfred Adler, an Austrian medical doctor and psychotherapist who was born on February 7, 1870. Alfred Adler's inferiority complex is considered to be an isolated element that plays a key role in the development of our personality. An interesting fact about Adler was that early on in his life, he developed rickets, a softening and weakening of the bones caused usually by a lack of vitamin D. This is a rare disease which caused Alfred a great deal of pain. It kept him from walking until about the age of four. At the age of four, he developed pneumonia. During this time, he overheard a doctor tell his father, your boy is lost. I can only imagine what that must have felt like for little Alfred. It was then that, according to him, he decided to become a physician. I wonder if having gone through this traumatic and painful period of his life led him to having chronic feelings of low self-worth and doubt. I would imagine that this had a profound effect on his emotional and psychological development. Alfred Adler would go on to develop a form of psychology known today as individual psychology. In individual psychology, it is believed that each person strives for personal competence and superiority. It is also believed that we do not struggle or strive simply to survive, but to master life. Adler agreed with Freud that the first six years of life are profoundly influential for personality development. However, he argued that our happiness and success are largely related to social connectedness, as opposed to Freud's psychosexual viewpoint, where personality depends on sexual needs and urges. It is important to note Adler believed that the more a person seeks power at the expense of others, the more likely he or she will experience neurosis. Neurosis being defined as a relatively mild mental illness that is not caused by organic disease and involves symptoms of stress, but not a radical loss of touch with reality. Lastly about Adler, he believed that every child experiences, to some degree, feelings of inferiority. And these feelings can be a result of real or perceived weaknesses. It makes sense when you think of a child being helpless needing parental or adult care in order to survive. We must understand that these feelings of inferiority can lead to two possible outcomes. One outcome would be that a person is motivated towards mastery, whereas another outcome could be some form of neurosis. An inferiority complex can motivate you towards mastery and success in certain areas of your life. But we are not here to look at that side of an inferiority complex. We are here to look at the, I'm not good enough, smart enough, rich enough, the side that contains the feelings of inadequacy that can, in a moment, spiral you off into an emotional whirlwind simply because of how someone else behaves towards you. At some point, you decided to start working on, or at the very least, you decided to start exploring how you might exhibit narcissistic tendencies. I want to tell you, well done for being here and listening. It isn't easy to look at ourselves and accept that we have areas within us that need some work. You are doing it, and you're doing great. Remember to listen and re-listen to my episodes. 
Repetition is key in order to really bring this into your consciousness. You must first ingest, then digest, and then manifest these concepts into your daily life. Awareness is key when it has to do with changing narcissistic behaviors and tendencies. Now that you know more about Alfred Adler and the concept of inferiority complex, the first and most important thing to do before you listen further is to admit to yourself that you have an inferiority complex. It's not about asking yourself, do you or do you not? It's about acknowledging that you do. If you didn't have an inferiority complex, you probably wouldn't be here listening and working on narcissistic tendencies. Remember, narcissism and even inferiority complexes exist on a spectrum, so it could be mild, moderate, or significant, but it's still likely to be there. Take a breath right now in this moment and breathe in acceptance. Now exhale. I want you to know that it's okay to acknowledge that you have deeply rooted feelings of inferiority. There doesn't need to be any shame in acknowledging that. It's actually a very brave thing to acknowledge. The point of this moment is for us to normalize any feelings of inferiority and any feelings that resist that we might feel inferior. We don't want to live in denial about any of this. That's what most individuals with narcissistic tendencies do. Live in denial. It's not as happy and successful of a life as you might think. It's just all you've known. And you're not here listening so you can do the same things you've always done and think the same ways you've always thought. You're here to make a positive change that will let you live a life with deeper meaning. An inferiority complex will lead you to have certain self-established rules those around you must abide by. Let me say that again. Having an inferiority complex will lead you to have self-established rules that the people around you must follow. Let's call this narcissistic rule projection. If a person who is narcissistic operates from their feelings of inferiority, they will likely project outwardly rules that those around them must abide by. Most often, the rules are not realistic, not appropriate to the relationship, and worst of all, the other person doesn't even know the rules exist. Let me paint an example for you. You are sitting on your sofa with your wife or husband. He or she reads an article about a tragic event that recently occurred to someone that neither of you know personally. You look over and you see their sadness and discomfort. Even if you do not feel empathy towards the people impacted by the tragedy, you can feel inconvenienced, annoyed, or even angry that your partner is unhappy over a stranger. Maybe you respond by saying something like, Why do you look at that stuff? It's always so negative. And then your partner might respond to you in a negative way because they just felt shamed by you about having feelings towards a stranger. The rule that you have inside of you that says, You can't be unhappy, was broken by your partner. And now you are emotionally dysregulated not realizing that you don't really need these rules about others or for others. It's okay that your partner feels sad or upset or angry or anything else really. Their feelings do not need to be something that threatens you. You might be wondering, why do I have these rules? It has to do with the fact that if you are not in control of your environment, then you're not safe. Individuals with narcissistic tendencies thrive on control. It usually has to do with controlling people's perceptions about you and how you think and who you are. This has more to do with the behaviors of others. And if they are not acting in a way that makes you feel good, safe, happy, 
content, and so forth, then you will emotionally have an issue with it. But you see, when we go back to the concept of inferiority complex, these rules exist for you because it ensures that you are strong. It's almost like being a drill sergeant and everyone around you must obey you so you can feel good. You're not really a drill sergeant. You are a loving father, a caring mother, a patient husband, a considerate wife. I want you to re-listen to this episode so you can fully digest this idea of having rules that exist within you and these rules being rules for other people. Look for them. Ask your partner to help you think about it. What rules do you have within you that are for other people that you need to be more aware of? Give it some thought and even look for it in your daily life. And again, well done for listening. You did great. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Recovery for the Narcissist. I am your host, Dr. Eric Perry. And until next time, I'll see you soon.